The show is Mike Adams 2.0 on ESPN Radio 101.7 The Team. I'm Micah Frankel from CageMinds.com, and I'm here alongside BKFC President Dave Feldman ahead of today's press conference. Sir, what did you think of the reception the first time you were here in the state? Yeah, man, I'm I'm from Philly, and like that's that's a fight place, right? Philly is like they say, even the bums on the street in Philly can fight. This was a fight town, probably the best fight town I've ever been in. I can't wait to do this Knucklemania show here. Knucklemania three, ecstatic to have you guys here. It's something that. I think it's the second biggest audience I had ever seen at the Star Center for any form of combat sports. And then to see you guys up the ante with such a big card, it's awesome. I want to still go back, though, to the Star Center and the BKFC 28. What did you think of the debuts of John Dodson, Eric Dodson, all the fighters that came out and just blew the roof off the place? It was great. I mean, these guys came out. You know, John Dodson, he, he surprised me. I, I knew he could fight. I didn't know how explosive he was. And then he went over in Japan and won another first round knockout so he's coming in here really off of two first round knockouts and you know this time he's fighting someone a little different though a very experienced BKFC fighter not just a very very experienced fighter so you know if he if he gets rid of Jared Grant quickly I mean he's really the real deal I mean I already think he's the real deal but then he's like really the real deal and definitely in line for a title shot. Johnny Bedford vacates the belt, and I wonder, is this automatically a number one contender's fight? Does this put the winner right there in line for the belt? Well, um, you know, he's fighting at 125, and if he wants to bump up to 135, absolutely. But, you know, he likes he's big for that 125 weight. weight. You know, he's, he's a thick dude, and I think that, um, I think that we're going to develop that championship down there at 125 and let him have the first crack at it. John said he'd like to do both. The other day I'm talking to him, he said, I want 125, 135, not just in BKFC, but in Ryzen. So some very lofty goals from the veteran. What excites you when you hear that from a fighter? How excited they are about the promotion and how these big goals for it? You know, it, it's great. The thing I really like is that these fighters love to fight for this promotion. And look, people say it's brutal. It's this. It, it's a little brutal. I mean, anytime you have two men or women going in there and trying to hit someone else in the head, it's brutal. So, yeah, it's a little bit brutal. It's not barbaric. It's not anything different than anything else. We actually have less injuries than boxing or mixed martial arts. So to have these guys understand and talk so good about the promotion, it's a great thing because, of what I, you know, I pride myself on treating the fighters great. So when they come back and talk great about the promotion, then I'm doing my job at least. I'm treating the fighters great. I'm giving the fans what they want to see. And we're working on some huge, huge deals. I just came back from some great meetings yesterday. And I really think 2023 is going to be the breakout year for BKFC. And who knows where we are by the end of the year. Philly against Pittsburgh. So you get that kind of rivalry. You understand that. That is what you have kind of bring up. Those feelings here locally with Diego against Austin. That's Las Cruces versus New Mexico. That's Aggies versus Lobos. That's something huge here. First off, what do you think about that? The local nature of this rivalry and how the fight came together? I love it and I think in the next four weeks it's going to really just, you know, boil over. It's going to be amazing. You know, I think it's the biggest all-New Mexico fight you know, aside from Johnny Tapia fighting Danny Romero. I mean, I think it's the biggest all-New Mexico fight that there ever was in history. And here we are. We're going to do this thing in a, in a little over four weeks here at the Tingley Coliseum in front of hopefully around 9,000 people. It's going to be amazing, man. I know Austin and Diego already believe it, but would you say that this is the biggest crossover fight that Bare Knuckle has ever had? 
Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, the first one that we did was, you know, Artem Lobo versus Paulie Malignaggi, and that kind of put us on the mat with boxing fans. So that was huge for us at the time. But now this one's, this is big. This is it. I mean, this is really big. You got a legitimate current professional boxer who, you know, former two-time world champion against a guy, Diego Sanchez, that people are writing off. And let me tell you something, man, they're writing off the wrong guy. They are writing off the wrong guy. What kind of coup was that for you to get Austin Trout to pull somebody, like you said, that's active? He's telling me, I'm top, top six ranked. Don't forget that. He's still heavily active in the boxing world. And to bring him over to Bare Knuckle, what did that mean? It's great because, look, I, I, I feel like we already gained the interest of every top MMA guy or MMA management team in the world, really. And they're all contacting us to get their guys on. But we had a little trouble getting the boxers over because they didn't get it as much. Now, you know, with guys like Austin, guys like Paulie Malignaggi, Chop Chop Corley, guys like all these guys coming over that have been there with the best in the world. Now, it you know, it's a real statement for us that, that this is truly the real crossover sport. Now, as a Philly guy, are you a Flyers guy? Not really. I'm not a hockey guy that much, man. But, but it feels like you've had to play goalie a lot here defending the Diego versus Austin matchmaking. Yeah, no, absolutely. Look, man, they all came out. They all said, you know, we're not going to do this. Listen, when I was making this match and I called Diego and I said, I know we're getting the manacles. Forget all that. Forget all the stuff we're supposed to do. I'm talking to you real. You good, man? I mean, are you good? He said, David. I'm going to grab Austin by the back of the neck, and I'm going to hit him in uppercuts until I knock him out in the first round. This fight doesn't go past the first round. I knock out Austin Trout. He doesn't understand. He thinks he's fighting a Diego Sanchez that hasn't been training, that hasn't been getting ready. He doesn't know what he's in store for. So, listen, I don't know if that's going to happen, but I know that he's coming out 100%. And why should he have to lay down? He just had lost a close decision to a an animal man Kevin Lee so for these guys writing them off without even giving them a fair shake I don't agree with it I really don't if a fighter is past his prime and he took too much damage a hundred percent actually we had one today I can't mention who it is but the doc called me and said David he, he can't fight anymore ever I said don't just tell me again done he's done so this is a legend this guy I'm talking about a legend he's done this is a legend who passed all the things, all the tests. He come off in a, coming off a good win. Everybody's going off when he was physically and mentally abused by Josh Fabia. This is a different Diego Sanchez. This is Diego Sanchez. This is a legacy fight for him. This isn't just money. This is legacy. So I expect there to be fireworks. And I do it a disservice if we didn't mention the main event is why we're all coming out, unifying the light heavyweight title. Lorenzo Hunt goes up to another weight class, collects a belt. You have to keep the division active. Mike Richmond's been a stud. How excited are you? And give us some more details about this matchup. I mean, it, it, it's, it's amazing because it, it's a BKFC bout built from the ground up. So these aren't former UFC guys and former boxing world champions that came in, a big name, and people are giving them hoobah. These are two guys that built through our organization and that all the BKFC fans want to see this fight, and we're giving it to them. That says a lot about the sport. says a lot about those two individuals, especially Mike Richmond. Is, he's given up a lot of weight. He's given up a lot of everything, and he wants this challenge. So I take my hat off to him. It's going to be a great, phenomenal fight. Plus, we have two, you know, two other fights that we're adding on here. We didn't know if we were going to be able to do this, but we're adding on Chris Christine Faria, the 125-pound champ, she's going to fight at 130. She's going to fight a, a former WBC Bantamweight world champion coming from Thailand, 2-0 in, in bare knuckle. I think she's 21-3 in professional boxing. She's going to be fighting her. And as you saw walk by earlier, we got it's going to be the BKFC debut of former NFL uh, standout and, and UFC fighter Greg Hardy.
So we're topping off this card to be a phenomenal, phenomenal knuckle mania. It's a real question. Is the squared circle prepared to handle that kind of ferocity? That He looks 300 pounds solid muscle right now walking around. He does, he does. But yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's it's built for these guys. And look, someone's going because he's fighting another guy that's about 285. It's going to be, this is unbelievable. I can't wait to get here in four and a half weeks and see this Knuckle Mania card. It's probably going to be the best card we have ever had. I appreciate you taking the time before the press conference to talk to me. My man, awesome. Good scene. Thank you. Thank you. You guys are listening to Mike Adams 2.0, ESPN Radio, Albuquerque, 1017, The Team.